For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The USA Patriot Act is set to expire this month. Is there a chance we can get out from under the surveillance state? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And the big news this week from this libertarian's perspective was that the House passed the USA Freedom Act. You would think, as a libertarian, I would love something called the USA Freedom Act. But as Ed said on my Facebook page, the names of bills always indicate the opposite of what the bill actually does. Therefore, this must be a disastrous bill for freedom. And I have to say, I agree with Ed on that. What the USA uh, Freedom Act does, now it just passed in the House. It hasn't passed in the Senate yet, although the White House has urged the Senate to pass it. Uh, the, what it does is it rewrites and extends until the end of 2019 Section 215 of the USA Patriot Act. The USA Patriot Act is set to expire at the end of this month. And I feel kind of like there's a media blackout on this. You can't really get a lot of news on it. But the USA Patriot Act was what they passed after 9-11, and it justifies a lot of the surveillance activity, or the government tries to use it to justify a lot of the surveillance activity that was revealed uh, by Edward Snowden and other people uh, over the years, specifically this... uh, metadata collection program. Um, you probably heard of it. It's the program through which the government collects all the details about your phone calls, not the content. My guess is there's another program that collects the content, but this program is uh, collects the content from your telecommunications carrier of who you called, when, for how long, how often, all that stuff. The government's been collecting it, and... The U.S. Uh, the USA Freedom Act has been advertised in the media as ending this government program. But in reality, what it does is it pushes the program down to private companies so that the telecom companies now have to collect and store all that data. And in my mind, that actually makes it worse, not better. A couple of maybe one or two weeks ago, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that Section 215 of the USA Patriot Act actually doesn't uh, authorize the government to collect all this metadata. So really, the most recent ruling is that that metadata collection is illegal. But the USA Freedom Act, for the first time ever, makes it legal. It makes it a, uh, it puts it in the code, it codifies it, it institutionalizes it. And the reason I don't like that is that it relieves the government 
of the need of getting a warrant in advance so that if the government, the real problem with this is that the government is supposed to, according to the Fourth Amendment, have specific warrants for information that they're trying to take from you. And they've had to kind of make these general warrants, which are also, that's the, what's unconstitutional about this. And then, so this, to me, the USA Freedom Act relieves the government's obligation to have to come up with a warrant like that up front. Now, it does say that the government has to come up with a warrant if they want to retrieve specific stuff from the database of the telecoms companies. But by then, all the stuff is already, in my mind, illegally seized and uh, and. It's only a matter if they come back later, it's called like data mining, where they can come back and get what they want after the fact, which is not how this is supposed to work out. The other reason I don't like pushing this stuff down to the private companies by making a law like this is it relieves these companies of the burden of resisting these warrants. The companies were going to the courts and fighting the government because they felt they might have potential liability against customers. They couldn't comply. Uh, they're, you know, le- they might have legal culpability if they complied with uh, illegal warrants. So they were fighting them, and they were sometimes winning them, and it was a thorn in the side for the government. But now, thanks to the uh, second court, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals said. They didn't say whether this stuff was unconstitutional. They just said that if Congress wants to continue these programs, they need to make a law that allows it. So this law does allow it in this new form, and it pushes it right down. And what that will do is uh, it it will free up uh, these companies from the burden of fighting it, and it'll free up the government from having to fight back, and then they'll have uh, all that data all locked up for an indefinite period of time and it won't ever probably come up in court again it probably won't ever be successfully challenged in court it'll be part of our system which is kind of funny because if you have followed my show when edward snowden first came out in 2013 everybody said or the debate seemed to be is he a hero or is he a traitor and my argument was i felt he was an imposter I thought he once a CIA agent, always a CIA agent, basically. And I got a lot of pushback from that, uh, from people on that. And they would say, why on earth would he reveal all this information? Uh, What could he possibly, what accomplishment could he possibly make that the government would want him to do this? And what what my my response was, and I have it in writing, if you went and listen to my podcast, you'll hear, I said... That what I was afraid of was that he was calling our attention to this metadata program and other surveillance programs in well in advance of the USA Patriot Act needing to be renewed in 2015, which was two years later at that time. And what I was afraid was that he was trying to get us so used to this idea, so comfortable with it, so kind of like what's the big deal kind of feeling because we've been living with it all this time and that then it would be what I called institutionalized, that it would become part of the system that, that went, that not only would the USA Patriot Act be renewed, but it would be uh, expanded to include this. And this is in my opinion, exactly what it is. And then I really had a grasp of how the specifics would work when Obama came out a while ago and said, oh, we really need to reform this 
NSA surveillance. It's unacceptable to to monitor Americans. And uh, and he said, we should just push it down to the private sector. And that's when I realized that's awful because then the government won't need warrants and the private companies won't need to fight uh, these these court orders that are obviously fishy. So I knew that that would relieve uh, everybody of these burdens of protecting us. And even and it's hard to like get all the information from the media. But Justin Amash, he's a congressman, wrote a uh, press release, a couple of pages that really outlines exactly what my fears are on this. And it uh, and also that it extends this program till the end of 2019. And I'll say uh, why why this bothers me this metadata collection you might think it's no big deal what difference does it make a list of phone numbers really but from my perspective and i'm sure from your you have different perspectives and different walks of life but my perspective is i'm a a member of the media i like to get information and i bring you Stuff that you don't get from the mainstream media. I like to talk to people who have different insights, different information, and uh, evaluate it. I'm very open-minded like that. I don't just get cookie-cutter stuff. Uh, but what I do is I assess if what somebody's saying makes sense, if that person is credible. And sometimes I want to do that in a phone call or in a text or whatever. But I don't know these people. And I don't want to have to own who they are and who they've been and every other person they've ever spoken to. I don't, I, I mean, if I call somebody and then five minutes into it, I'm like, okay, this guy is a crackpot. All of a sudden, I'm part of his network. And I don't like that. It has a chilling effect on me. So then I have to think ahead, well, is this somebody who's, uh, you know, many tentacles of relationships I want to be a part of? I mean, I don't even know. So I have to err on the side of caution or, or certainly it would be prudent to do so. So I really don't like that. And I also don't like that that you can have a preemptive search and seizure. So the government can sweep up everything. And then if they don't like you, if they don't like what I say on the radio, they could go back and look at, at things totally unrelated to that and go through. I mean, doesn't the Bible say the just man sins seven times, 70 times a day. I mean, that might also be true for the good citizen. The good citizen might break a law a hundred times a day. There's millions of laws. And maybe even some of them are set up just to, just to be there in case. And the 1974 Privacy Act was enacted after Watergate for just the reason that they saw electronic communications being uh, dangerous, being, you know, having a lot of them being easy to access. And they didn't want political actors to be able to use this data, this information against political enemies. So that's why we don't have social security numbers as like on your driver's license as a national identifier. This a problem was anticipated, and it's we're supposed to be protected from it. And this USA Freedom Act seems that it will codify it. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, tell you a crazy th- experience I had with the surveillance state this week, and get to your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. It's 82 degrees outside the studio right now with a high today of 85. And the weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. 
And we're talking about the USA Freedom Act that passed in the House and uh, is probably going to be voted on in the Senate. It's not a sure thing, but the White House would like them to pass it. And uh, I'm going to go to Nancy in Vinings. Hi, Nancy. You're on with Monica. Hi. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy you. Oh, thank you. I uh, was raised a conservative Republican, but lady, you have changed my mind. Wow. Well, now you're just a um, a classic conservative. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm a thinking, compassionate compassionate voter. Awesome. Anyway, I don't want to waste too much of your time, but I I was going to say I was listening to a former CIA uh, agent and who has written a book, and I'm sorry I cannot recall his name, but anyway... In it, he said that he, the end of his, uh, what he was saying is that if Snowden had not divulged everything, they probably were ready to, uh, to they were going to fire him anyway um, because of his, of, of his actions. And another thing that I had just heard, I don't know if you have, about the terrible train tragedy in Philadelphia, there, there's a possibility that maybe uh, there were two other trains that had been shot at, and there was a possibility that maybe that, uh, in, fa- in fact, the windshield of, of that tra- particular train, uh, a portion of it, they said, uh, shows fragments of, of uh, um, an impact. Did they explain why it was going twice uh, the speed limit? Well, no. I mean, they haven't. They haven't divulged that. I mean, I'm sure that they know. They they, they know what's going on. But there's a whole lot more to that. I, I'm 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 hoping. Well, I'm not hoping. But uh, whatever they reveal uh, will come to be not just uh, um, oh, uh, employee. Uh, not not just him. Um, operator error. Yeah, not just operator error, but actually something deeper that you know because of all the lives that were lost and everything i do um, always wonder if there's something deeper at stake when there's a major problem and there were so many uh train accidents recently even if you include like uh freight trains oil stuff like that and i did hear that the conductor heard the engineer say something had hit the train but still he was going double and that is a mystery, and I'm sure we'll get more information over time. But you mentioned about Snowden's revelations, and I just discovered yesterday, and I've been covering this story for two years, that in 2006, there was a USA Today article that fully revealed in detail this metadata collection program. So when I said I thought Snowden was what's called a limited hangout, a kind of CIA operation, that big revelation of his was already uh, public information. And and for some reason, the media went with it as if he was the guy. Uh, Wall Street Journal still says it. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about my crazy surround state experience recently, and I want to know if you've had one. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. That's the Fourth Amendment. 
of the Constitution, and I don't think that you can read your Bill of Rights too often. I think that you could not, no amount of studying the Constitution and the Bill of Rights would be too much for the citizenry. I even think that to be sworn in as a new citizen, if you've emigrated here, you should have to be able to recite the Bill of Rights and understand it. And maybe that's all you should be required to do. Speak English enough to be able to understand it and uh, just know those rights and defend them. And our government does not do that. And I have read articles in very mainstream publications that say, well, things have changed since the founders' days. Do you think that? Did they not anticipate ISIS? Did things change that those rights were uh, too overbroad? Because then you start, then you have to claim that the government is the entity that is giving you these rights. Whereas it's my position that the government, that this piece of paper, this Bill of Rights, merely enumerates some of our God-given rights, natural rights, whatever you want to say, but they wrote them down to make it crystal clear that the government is not to go too far. And to say that the founders didn't anticipate how things would be and gave us too many rights is a denial of our of the that it's a right that it's that instead you're saying it's an entitlement. Do you think that the founders just that things have changed since the founders have gave gave us <laughs> wrote down the Bill of Rights four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to Steve in Canton. Hi, Steve. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Steve here. Uh, Mr. Down the Rabbit Hole, we go. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Always ready for that. Uh, spot on. Uh, the Bill of Rights and the, the uh, uh, our amendments are to neuter the government, uh, not to promote the government. That is exactly how they were written and why they were written. In fact, and that's why it doesn't say in there you have the right to drink beer, because... You have that right, but it's not relevant to the purpose of this document. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's broad and narrow at the same time. Yeah, so, and that's what I'm just saying. So that demonstrates what it's really about. It's really not an exhaustive list of your rights. It's, there, it's a very specific purpose, and that is it talks about all the things your government is going to want to do to take your rights and privileges and property for its own benefit, to benefit itself, to protect itself. And this is just saying, hey, man, we see what you're really like, and we're going to tie your hands so you can't use the power we're giving you against us. The, then the key to that, Monica, is that the people that wrote this material hated government. And so that's the truth of it all. And so this, these pieces of paper were designed, these, these rights and amendments were designed around hating government. This is not about embracing government. This is about hating it. That's what those people left the, the European world about. But back to what you were talking about with Snowden, uh, he, uh, you've been spot on on Snowden all along. But ah, thank you, Steve. I really believe that. But what I think is that the surveillance being a priority over, for example, the borders, uh, the civil unrest that's being promoted, the gun control taken away from citizens. If you look back on history, and here we go down the rabbit hole, uh, it is 
there's, in every case, these symptoms indicate that they don't want to fool around with amendments anymore, that they want to install a new government. They're tired of henpecking with our amendments and fighting with us about what is what our rights are and what our rights aren't. So I think that when you start to tie it all together, uh, then you can use martial law, you can use a national police force, you can use a lot of very things to force the people to behave. And so I believe that this is where this is all heading, is in a short amount of time, as a matter of fact, is to install at least a partial different government than what we currently have. So are you saying that you think there will be a a formal renunciation of the Constitution or a formal restructuring? Because I would not think so. I would think that they can keep... You know, they, they can keep the, the niceties, the formalities of this stuff all in place while, like the USA Freedom Act, actually, in my mind, is worse, but the USA Patriot Act paved the way to completely gut the Fourth Amendment. I mean, it's absolutely, the Fourth Amendment is crystal clear and it's absolute. So this, that's what they're surgery. doing. Mm-hmm. This is surgery. They, they, want to, they just want to cut it out. They don't want to deliberate it. There's no niceties about it. I really believe that the symptoms indicate that they don't want to fool around with this anymore. They're tired of it. They're tired of us having rights. Well, let me tell you, Steve, about something interesting. If you want to talk about going down the rabbit hole. I read a book called Peace from the Wonderful People Who Brought You Korea and Vietnam. It was written by a Colonel Archie. I can't remember his name, but it was in the 50s or 60s. And it was about the U.N., put in place with the purpose of being a prototype for world government and that actually being a part of that treaty totally uh, gutted, violated, whatever, the Bill of Rights the, to, to have that kind of law superimposed on the United States was wrong and the Senate did not have the authority to do it. But, but the fact that we go on decade after decade not repudiating it is like uh, de facto consent but that that's where the end of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution really began. And, and I'll tell you, it, it has been this incrementalism, this erosion, but it does seem like we're reaching a tipping point now, doesn't it? It does. And also what's most alarming, Monica, is that when you look at the public, and I do a lot of media stuff, there's no fight in the game anymore. These The, the American people, a large amount of American people are just willing to just lay down and let that let happen whatever's going to let happen and in my view uh that is the most critical point of whether this is going to happen or not and um it's in my view what i the feedback i get is the outlook of what the american people will or won't do is pretty bleak and um i'm hoping that that in the in the next couple of years or so that there is a reawakening of what the American spirit is well, Steve, about. Look, what's what do you think is the vision? And let me explain what I mean. That somebody called a couple of, a couple of people called in a recent show. It was very interesting, saying, "Okay, so they want to control everything. Uh, is it so bad? Like, what what are they up to?" And I pointed out that I have a, a Nordic friend from Sweden, and she says that they have a society of what she calls Svensons. That they all have two kids and and they have the same meals every night on a schedule and and they're happy and fine they don't work that hard and they don't care it's just boring 
And I, if that's the goal, if that's some, you know, really boring <laughs> mediocrity vision that they have for us, I don't want it because I like my freedom. But is that as bad as we have to look forward to? Or do you see something more sinister? More sinister. Uh, clearly, it is the, what they don't want anymore is independence and self-reliance. Uh, that's what they don't want. I have I have something on that that I want to uh, get into finish up and then I'm going to tell you what I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I think the key to the whole, the key to the castle is that they want to eradicate independent self-reliance, self-reliance and all of us become more vanilla as you just put it. Um, so that, that really ties in with the story I was going to tell about my experience with the surveillance state recently. Uh, what happened was I, um, Went to the store with a friend, went shopping, bought a bunch of stuff at Nordstrom. Not a bunch of stuff, a few things. It happened to be like the same designer. I never heard of him before, Vince Camuto. But everything in the store seems to be Vince Camuto. So I bought a couple of things. There was one shirt I didn't get. It was like periwinkle blue. I liked it, but it was 70 bucks, and it was polyester and made in China. And I just thought, I'll buy it at half price, but I'm not buying it at that. So I took a picture of the label, not like a barcode or anything, just the name Vince Camuto. And I made it clear I could see the color, which was an unusual color, periwinkle blue. And I thought, I'll come back sometime and uh, get it if it's on sale. And this way I won't forget. That was Monday. On Wednesday, I plugged into my computer. I didn't upload my, my photos or anything. I did not shop online. I did not communicate with anybody about this. I opened my Yahoo Mail and I saw on the side on a on a thing that is a little banner ad that's normally Nordstrom, what I shop online for. And it was this periwinkle blue Vince Camuto shirt. It was the craziest thing. And I thought, now, I'm I'm almost tempted to think it was a coincidence because it's so crazy. I have seen that technology at work where somebody showed me a guy who held the patent for it, uh, it was a couple of years ago where he could just t- run his app over a, over a newspaper and the picture of the item, it would pop up on your app where you could get it. So it read the picture and it, and it gave you information about that. But I just simply can't imagine that they are pulling my photographs out of the cloud and analyzing them and shooting them into my Yahoo Mail. Like, I have an iPhone, Yahoo Mail, on a MacBook. I don't I don't know. But let's just say, even if that was a coincidence, that that's where we're headed. And what if I just, I'm sick of it. Like, I really don't want that. And I want to opt out of the smartphone world. Here's my problem. Although, if they're a private enterprise making their own decisions... And I could opt out. There would be another company offering me privacy on the side. There isn't because of or there won't be because of laws like this that require the company to violate your privacy in a deal with the devil with the government. So can I give up smartphones altogether? Not really, because now because the system has been, A, subsidized by the government with research who, who developed like voice to text and all that kind of stuff. And they really promote technology so that it's not an organic transition. It's more like a system change, like when they gave away uh, HDTVs. When now I can't. So the entire system has switched over to where to be a functional economic actor. I have to have a smartphone. I can't opt out. And I realized what Patrick Henry meant 
in an anti-federalist paper I had read. So the federalists were Alexander Hamilton and their gang trying to get the Constitution to override the Articles of Confederation. And Patrick Henry was an agrarian. Those guys were merchants. Uh, Patrick Henry was an agrarian, a farmer, and a big farmer. But he wanted to keep the Articles of Confederation because they were more decentralized. And what he said in one of those papers, and I've been trying to figure it out for years, and now I've got it. He said, if you lose connection with the land, you lose your liberty. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the quote. But he said, if you lose connection with your land, you lose your liberty. And I couldn't get it. And now I get it. Because if you cannot feed yourself, which is the essence of economic action, if you cannot feed yourself, you cannot be free because they will take you. They can they can control your uh, access to the very basics of life. And that's why I am worried about what now seems to be developing into a truly totalitarian society. I have a list of all the things, information, media, education, your money, your savings, your health care, your food, your drugs, your entertainment, your guns, sex and marriage. All this stuff is controlled by the government. And, and I feel that ultimately we really cannot have our freedom if we have no control over our, our choices, our economy, our world. So let me know if you think I'm too scared going too far. If you, if you get what I'm saying, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Talking about the USA Freedom Act passed in the House, not yet in the Senate, that basically for the first time makes it formally legal for companies in this case, not the government, but to collect all of our metadata, our phone information. So if you're calling somebody who's uh, maybe a little bit radical, maybe your sovereign citizen friend who lives in the woods, you are part of his network, and that's going to be part of the record. I got a couple of great tweets, one from Dean saying, they definitely want to get rid of self-reliance. That's why people who try to stay off the grid are treated like hard criminals. That's one of the reasons I don't like this metadata collection, because I feel like everybody you communicate with is now part of this network. And if they think of people who defend the Bill of Rights as domestic terrorists, which is sometimes how it seems, then uh, then it's really chilling on political action. And also, it's why I don't like Obamacare. You have to register for Obamacare. It's worse than the selective service because it's everybody. You simply have to have health insurance, which means you have to register with the state. Even if you don't want anything from it, even if you don't earn any money, even if you just have a little patch of potatoes that you live on in your backyard, you have to register with the state. Catherine tweeted, human nature does not change. The founders understood this well. My question was... Is the Bill of Rights uh, outdated? I've read that in conservative periodicals that they didn't anticipate terrorism. Uh, I don't believe that at all. Uh, but I want to continue the conversation. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to go right after the break to Mike, who wants to talk about this attack on the Constitution, and David, who wants to talk about our attack, their attack on our ability to own land. That's very interesting. You can also uh, tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.